welcome back to Bean Stuff. And I say welcome back. Well, this might be welcome for the first time. Thank you for coming back or in, in uh, coming for the first time here. Um, we are on our second episode. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about does the grinder matter? Um, Good question. And full disclosure, we have recorded this. This is the second time we've recorded this episode. The first time... We, we we put music over it because we would try to be hip and cool. Oh, yeah, it was good music. It sounded good, yeah. but you couldn't hear us. No. And then we couldn't get the music out of it. So, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into grinders today. Um, so let's just let's just start it off. Okay. Um, is the grinder more important than the coffee machine? Whoa! Not many people ask that question, Reed. <laughs> um, and I, through my experience now, I would tend to think it's as important. It may not be more important, but it is as important as buying the whole coffee machine, whether espresso, whatever you're buying. So you'd say that not all grinders are created equal? Unfortunately not. Uh, others would have you believe their one's good, but no, they're not created evil. <laughs> you said evil. Well, perhaps I was thinking that. <laughs> um, wow, so... So what different, I mean, for, for those of us that may not know, what, what different types of grinders are there? Well, there, the there's a lot a lot of options you can go for. You can go from the real basic, and I would call that hammer and towel. <laughs> Which I have seen you do. Yeah. I've, I think I've seen you do like shoe and towel. Shoe and towel. Possibly even rock and towel. Yes. Pestle. I, I've, I've seen mortar and pestle. Yes. I, yep. I've. I remember we stayed somewhere with someone that Sometimes didn't have a grinder. Sometimes you've got to, because grind is so important, you need to grind the coffee, otherwise uh, the beans, and otherwise you won't have a good cup of coffee. When you need to satisfy a need. Yes, yes. You revert to whatever resource is necessary. Yep, yep. But um, uh, typically, so, yeah. typically, typically out there is the blade grinder. And that's what I, that's why when I think of a grinder, that's... Not so much now, but that that's kind of the first thing that usually pops into mind. Yeah. That's what you see at the stores. And... It's a very common one. It's cheap, which is it's it's probably one of its only positives that it's cheap. <laughs> but it's... you can find them pretty much anywhere. Those are very common. Yes. And like, once again, if you have to, I, I'd, only, I'd use it perhaps for a French press because that needs a coarse grind. And even then, it's going to be inconsistent, which is its main problem. It's sort of like, I don't know what, slash and burn. No, that's probably not right. It's like, you know, you have a... Um, what what's it, you're doing the grass and you do the edges the oh like a weed whacker yeah that's what they are it's not necessarily it's a coffee whacker coffee whacker uh, we might, I like that okay I like that. coffee whacker um, so you've got the blade grinder what other yeah. kind of grinders do well you then you're going to move to the burr grinders and with with all these you've got cheap ones more expensive ones there's imposter burrs. What's it? Oh, oh, imposter burrs. I think when we recorded the other episode, are you talking about plastic burrs? Yeah, basically they, they give you the feeling you've got a burr grinder, which is what you want. Mm. Um, but the you look at them and they're either plastic or they're just, just indentations within plastic and bulges. And it really mm. doesn't do any better than a you know, blade grinder. So as you step up from the blade grinder, you move to a burr grinder. Burr grinder, yes. And the burr grinder within that realm of coffee grinders there's a wide it sounds like there's a wide spectrum of quality yeah. versus what you're actually getting all yes that kind of stuff. cost is a huge factor in that one you you go from uh you know you've got your flat and conical burrs and then you within that you've got steel and ceramic so suddenly you've got a whole range which is sort of 
exciting because you can buy a lower mm. you know these are good things to buy you can buy a lower one get used to that then as you're able to move up yeah and so we had this discussion maybe it was this morning or yesterday but um i want to go into flat versus conical okay um we had a discussion about a flat burr yes. yesterday uh, uh, which we can dig into but what i guess just can you describe what i guess what are those what are those two different well there? flat as it the word describes it's really two surfaces that are flat they're usually in steel a stainless mm -hmm. steel and they've got uh, they cut very sharp uh, bits uh, throughout the blade consistent bits not like the imposters <laughs> um and the coffee will go through these two very precise blades basically mm -hmm. uh, that are sp uh, one may be stationary or they may be both spinning and it'll come out consistent, which is what you want with coffee. You've got to have consistency. So it's two horizontally opposed surfaces with teeth on it, Yes, teeth, yep. And those teeth can be set at a certain distance yes, from right. each other. And then that's what kind of creates. So you can create, basically, you won't have any grounds larger than yes. whatever you set that opening. You might have smaller, but yes. you won't have larger than yes. that opening. Yeah. And that's, so the, the, the flat is going to be that way so horizontally that's opposed. right and then conical what's... conical it's, it's a similarity usually one's um uh stationary and you've got like a cone shape mm. that then made of steel usually again that goes down into that other cone and it, it again gives you a very consistent grind and one of the things that i think this is this is what i remember talking about at least was that i had ground some coffee or something and it came out Anyway, we had talked about it, and, and the the flat. We were. I asked you the question. I said, "Does a flat burr, like when you're done grinding coffee, is there still remnants in there oh. because it's flat? Does it hold remnants right. of coffee?" But both more? conical and, and and flat could. Uh, okay. Flat more likely to it. It's sort of because it, the coffee comes down into the to the two flat uh, blades there, mm. and uh, it then sort of does a, a, a changes the angle, and that can cause coffee just to sit there and store there. Compared mm. to a conical that sort of especially a straight through conical, it comes through and you've got no coffee left. And the reason that's important because you may be enjoying one coffee one day and the next day you would say oh i want this coffee this time right and you grind it and guess what you've you've had some of the yesterday's coffee in it as well well and, and like we talked about <coughs> briefly in the first episode but uh, the the grind style for french press being very coarse yes if you you know if you do a, a, a french press grind one one time and the next time you do a a grind for you know let's say an espresso you could have <coughs> um different sizes within that first little pass that comes through that's right and really if you're you're changing the method from a french press as you're saying to a ticket to an espresso you're going to have to just get some coffee going through first just to make sure um that uh, there's not packed coffee in there which means mm. you, you think you've gone down to an espresso grind but really there's still coffee that's holding the blades apart and therefore mm. it takes you've got to get rid of that to then then the blades can come together and consistently you'll you'll get that right grind and this might be more of a rabbit, like maybe you're not going to notice it, or, or is it possible you may notice differences as you're changing between coffees or even grind sizes? Yeah, you, you may not notice it that much, but uh, you if, if you're not, I'm not, what do you call that when you, you're, you're putting it through um, uh, so that, that you're getting rid of the old stuff and getting the oh, new stuff. purging. Purging, that's the word I was looking for. So it's good to just do a purge Just a little quick. purge, I don't need many, many beans, but that means you just, one, you've got the size right of the, mm. what you want, and also you've got the right coffee as well. 
That's a good idea. So, I mean, whether you're using... Because like, I think of even a blade grinder. Like we talked about, you yes. know, a blade grinder being good for... Or okay, I should say, for French press. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Yeah. Um, a, a blade grinder, how many times have you opened one of those and you've seen so much, like, ground-packed oh, coffee? Yeah, they, they pack the coffee in. You get all these, you get these really coarse stuff, and you get other ones, what they call fines, because it's so fine, it's so small, mm. it's compacted. And that's that's for grinding. That's what you want to eliminate. Right. There's well, a science behind There's a There's a reason for that. To eliminate the, the fines? Yes, and, and, and the coarseness and make them more consistent. The best way I can think about it is uh, uh, the inconsistency. The way you, you would know about that is, for instance, you have a glass of water mm-hmm. and you put some sugar granules in there and stir it up and eventually, if it's warm water perhaps, you will it'll, um, it'll dissolve into, into the water. Right. If you put sugar cubes in, mm. it's going to take much longer for it to dissolve in the surface area we're talking about. Hmm. They've got way less surface area, so therefore um, the water's not going to get into that sugar as quickly. Yeah. If you've got both those things going on, you've got big coarse fellas and you've mm. got really uh, fine, real small ones, you've got to have this whole inconsistency. As the water goes in, it's going to get some flavors out and others it won't. And it's, it's, it's... So you're going to have a really inconsistent extraction of flavor exactly. from the coffee. Yeah. And kind of to touch back, so... Whatever grinder you have, it's good to do like kind of like a purge yeah, of helpful. Yeah. The next coffee you're going to be using, grind a little bit of that. Whether you have a blade grinder or a burr grinder, go ahead and use that yes. at least to clean it out so yeah. it's the same. Um, but with any grinder, you're looking for that consistency. In, a, in in and the biggest piece of that is because if you don't have that consistency, yes. I think of like a sugar crystal, like a big okay, sugar yeah, crystal. Yep. Like, I can imagine that not dissolving. Yep. And then, like you said, like, the granules of sugar dissolve. And so if you have that inconsistency, you might have the right amount of coffee. Yes. But you may not actually get the flavor from, like, there's just so many variables. Like, you have the right amount, but not the right size, so you don't get the flavor. So there's it, It really does come down to being able to get a consistent quality from your grinder. Yeah. And that consistency, unfortunately... Moving from the blade to the burr, and then within burr, you've got a whole raft of of um, quality in that. And on you know, one end, you're wanting some really good. I mean, you'd be talking. There's some really expensive grind. You're talking, you know, four or five thousand plus. <laughs> well, um, Dittings. Well, uh, what's some other ones there? There's the 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 Marconic. There's a whole lot of ones out there that are expensive. Well, and I guess to that to that end, what. Um, what are you looking for in a grinder? And let me kind of redefine it because obviously you can spend five thousand dollars and you yes. get a good grinder. Yeah, or hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. you can get a five thousand burr grinder. Yeah, uh, so five thousand blade grinder. Oh I wow! Say. Uh, good luck finding that. <laughs> yeah, but oh, so, be around. so <laughs> you can you can spend a lot and know you're getting something good. But kind of across that spectrum, what you know, I don't want to spend $5,000. Right, no, no, fair and, enough. And, and so if I'm going to go to a look for grinders, what kind of things am I looking for in a grinder? Oh, okay, um, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, let's say I'm looking at, at even like Goodwill. I find there's yes. probably some, you could probably find a good deal there you if could. you keep your yes. eyes peeled. But what are the things I'm looking for in a burr grinder to know? You know, I know that it's maybe not going to be the best, but for the most bang for my buck. Yeah, kind of yeah. I mean, you can do some research in Google, and there's certainly um, makes out there that you know for a start are better. And as I was saying, you can get some that say they're, they're um, blade, I'm sorry, uh, burr, burr mm. or conical. They say all that, but they're just plastic junk, really. And you'll, yeah. 
you won't pay so much, but uh, you want to get one that actually has steel or ceramic burrs for a start. And there's some, right now, today, um, it would be round about, you probably you want to spend, if you're buying it new, probably $130, $140. On the low end. On the low end. For a, a, a halfway decent, yeah, halfway decent burr grinder. Yeah, definitely. Well, and so it sounds like the things you're looking for are almost, it almost sounds like quality of the grinder components. Like, yeah. Like, I know that you've had some, and I won't name brands, but, like, <laughs> you've had some grinders that are kind of plasticky on the outside. Yes. But on the inside, yeah. they have, like, a steel burr. And, you know, maybe that's the way they cost savings of you not paying for this expensive yeah. external piece. But, like, don't judge it by what its exterior looks like. Look at the burrs. What kind of, what, number one, what condition are they yeah, in? Yeah, and, it's and good. And what material are they made You can from? sometimes, even conditions, not sometimes you can sometimes buy new burrs for and you need to do that if you're doing a commercial thing oh, but you yeah. can you can buy new burrs for a, a, a home um burr grinder as well uh there i mean and you know there are some known brands that are actually really good i i i, I don't mind mentioning that uh, baritza has some of the encore that's where i started and that was mm. really good you could go to a hand grinder right without no electricity now and it takes a little while, but there's some good ones coming out with just hand grinders now too. Well, and for anyone listening who hasn't gone camping with us, oh, yes. um, which is probably most people, <laughs> um, <laughs> true. you have a you have a hand grinder. I do. That I feel like you know by the time you're done grinding it, you really want the coffee at that oh, point. Like yeah. you better start grinding before you want the coffee. You get up before everyone else, and start yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't wake but, them up, of course. But you have that one, and it's. I mean, it's it seems like it's lasted forever. It it has read. I I have to say, um, it's it's an imitation burr grinder. Oh no, not plastic. But oh. camping, it, even that's better than a blade, which you need electricity for. I see a little bit of hypocrisy. Yeah, here. yeah. Sorry, mate. I, was so I wasn't we'll, going to tell we'll, you that. We'll but. gloss over that. We'll okay, pretend like okay. pretend like that. You know. What I said about um, manual grinders, though. Now you can get good ceramic mm. stainless steel you can get good manual grinders now but what i was looking at in my day was it was pretty cheap nasty stuff yeah but so it so if you're at goodwill go ahead and take the hopper off and yeah. just see if they're metal mm -hmm. and that's kind of that sounds like yep that sounds like the biggest piece is just look for yeah. metal or ceramic just not plastic yeah and then i mean there's so much you can go into as far as like the the scale of adjustment that you have with it. Oh right! Everybody makes a grinder that has a different you know its scale of adjustment is different, different from the next. Yes. Um, that's probably not as crucial as you're starting out. Yes. As long as it has the ability to adjust to change, which, yeah. But if the, you're it, those those uh, the cheaper of the good uh, style of mm. grinders of the beer grinders, they probably won't do your espresso, which is really sandy thin sort of stuff mm. they some do um but you wouldn't want to do it all the time they're really good for a pour over or or a french press they do them consistently yeah um but uh, to get really fine turkish you're going to find them they're going to have to be working pretty hard to to get you a, a good espresso so it sounds like uh, and it kind of makes sense i guess but the the course of the grind is yes the less expensive a burr grinder is, it's going to be more able to consistently provide a coarse grind as yes. opposed to a fine grind. So as you go finer in your grind, yes. you're going to need a better quality burr grinder. You will. And that's where I, where I was saying at the beginning that, if, what you, I think we said right at the beginning of, it's an important piece of equipment as you buy you buy a real expensive espresso machine, you need right. to buy a, a fairly a decent grind. Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed. 
Yeah, and it's a bit of a double whammy too, because it gets quite expensive. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, so I guess kind of looking at the notes here, you've written something I have no idea what it means. So What's I'll that? just say a word, and oh, you tell what, me what, what, you what do I see. It says encore. Oh, I was doing a working out. Um, encore is a Brits uh, grinder. Oh, gotcha. That's what it is. That's the first entry sort of one for from Brits. Um, but you can sort of work out. It could last five years, which is mm. quite good for a grinder, really. Well, five years at how many? How like how often are you? Well, using that's the that? point. You think about it, if you grind it, it, let's just say four days a week, mm. and uh, that means um, over that that five years, you're going to have like what I've written down there, one thousand and forty-three uses, mm. which works out to point one two cents per per day, per use, per, per use. grind. Yeah. Well, and and that. 10 to 12 cents is not a lot. No. And when, I, you can, I, yeah. when you compare that to, you know, what you would pay at, at Starbucks or anywhere yes. to buy coffee out, it's going to be a lot cheaper. I remember you and I one time. Yeah, you were This was a this. while ago. Yeah. We, we, we calculated. Yes. Um, that was for, it, the, for that the espresso was for, machine. That was for your old Rensilia, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, I think no, I think we were looking at the ECM at that, the espresso machine. Uh, it was going to be a little more. Trying to convince convince mom yeah yeah but we worked it out and it was just like ridiculously cheaper to get an espresso machine granted ridiculously cheaper over the time the next like five or ten years yeah i think i think we worked out it's been five years now or so oh yes so now we've paid it off right yep yep yeah we're making money now (laughs) i mean making money every morning yeah that's that's part of the enjoyment of having the espresso in the morning now i think oh i'm making money making money Yeah, yeah, sweet so so we've looked at kind of why it's important we need consistency yes um on the cheap end you're looking at you know just what kind of birds does it have mm-hmm. um ha- one question that i kept coming back into my mind ceramic versus steel or okay. other metal yes are ceramic um to me that sounds really brittle it does doesn't it no. is it is it is it is it brittle i guess no no it's actually probably more quality than a stainless steel it's it's really yeah it's very um it's good quality stuff actually it's not it'd be a bit useless you grind your coffee the first time and you've got bits of ceramic well i'm thinking like pottery yeah yeah. no no not like that no okay this is hard this is good good stuff so once you obtain this said grinder this piece piece of your coffee entourage yes um what does cleanliness look like i mean like i think of a blade grinder i think of times i've seen blade grinders have never been cleaned mm-hmm. but i was assuming with a burr grinder it's ever more important the more you spend on something the better care you should probably take of it i'm assuming well or... true true like a lot of things unfortunately or unfortunately one of the downsides of a burr grinder they are going to probably produce more grounds grinds over the, the kitchen table wherever you're grinding um compared to a blade grinder blade is sort of contained in the the, the grinder itself mm. whereas a burr grinder because it's putting so much friction and heat into the um the coffee it i guess you call it static and mm. it just it's like it just sticks to everything and suddenly you've got grounds all sorts of places you'd never expected and so and if you're especially if you're really fine grinders yes. you can't do in a so you get more force a yeah. blade grinder there's there's going to be a lot of coffee dust we'll say yeah in yeah. the actual grinder itself that needs to get cleaned out mm-hmm. occasionally because mm-hmm. that dust can get really it's yeah. into places it can it can um, 
mean, you can get really serious. I've at times even taken my dear old little encore Baritza and I've taken it, found screws in the feet. You've got to usually take the rubbers off the bottom and you can <laughs> find these screws in all sorts of places and you can pull the whole thing apart. And yeah. I'm always quite surprised actually where the dust gets. To. Is it, you find coffee deep? Deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's important to clean it and that, kind of make sense because yes. it, it is going to get everywhere it's like a it's a piece of machinery mm-hmm. and it's not going to operate well if it's not yeah. clean yeah um the the thing you mentioned that i'm kind of curious about was mm-hmm. static mm-hmm. um i've heard it said before like a blade grinder when it cuts the coffee can cause heat and all sorts of stuff and you mentioned the heat of a burr grinder mm-hmm. and static. Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by static? Static, I guess I'm thinking like, you may have heard static electricity. It's mm-hmm. sort of a thing where you rub, uh, what's it, a rule or something on your sleeve and you rub it up and down and then it, things stick to it. Like rubbing a balloon on your arm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. And that's really the same principle going on here because mm-hmm. things are rubbing very fast and with a lot of power, a lot of heat's generated. Suddenly it's, it starts sticking all sorts of places. So does that heat affect the beam? It can do, and that's a part of you thinking when people are making grinders, they're thinking about how can we lessen the heat, which is mm. why perhaps you go to a ceramic, because it's less heat than stainless steel. Right. Well, and does like the speed of the grinder affect that as well? Like, it does. Like if you does. have a really fast grinder, it mm-hmm. can pull a lot of coffee through quickly, or yes. like is there different qualities of grinder have different speeds to them yeah it's a bit not too different from a car really of, hmm. of revs per minute and what how the quality and the horsepower you're getting through that um so it, it can be a lot of things can be happening there that uh, suddenly makes the coffee good or bad again well and that that you know that five thousand dollar grinder we right. mentioned I mean, it, it starts to make a little bit of sense it does yeah because it's like you can buy the right burrs you can buy everything the right adjustment but if it doesn't have the like the horsepower mm-hmm. or the RPM to, to support the beans, you can actually be burning beans or doing things with the beans that aren't yeah. quite good. So it's crazy how you can really get into some really f- some weeds with that. Um, you can. But some you're beginning to sound a bit nerdy at this point. But when you're sitting and drinking your coffee and you go, "Wow, this is good," right? That's a, a small part of it is the grinder and the type of grounds you've got well, it's there. not a small part it sounds like quite a big part oh, i like that really <laughs> i was well, hoping you'd say that and it, i mean the overarching theme seems to be you get what you pay for it yes it does seem and you can pay a lot yeah you can now just to go back on that a little bit you you sort of go if you go up to i don't know i mean things change over time but mm. today uh, if you buy you know 400 plus suddenly you are getting into a different realm that is mm pretty good yeah and you know you, you're gonna consistently get good coffee coming from it i'm thinking home more than commercial right. commercial is a different thing you are putting a lot of coffee through ballpark. a lot of heat going yeah um so so i mean burr is the way to go yes yep um so can you walk me through dosing versus non-dosing okay and then step versus step okay that's just two different styles of, of the burr it's not so much the burrs we're talking about now but we're talking about the dosing it's like a, a, a dose of medicine it's how much you're pulling through dosing uh basic means you uh you grind the coffee and it goes into a container and a then chamber you, a chamber which then you can uh, access that chamber and you dose out how much coffee you want 
and so I think of that in more of a commercial setting. But you yeah, could, it, yeah, it, it yeah. could work for your home. But it's like it grinds into a little chamber, and at the bottom of that chamber, there's like a, a paddle that swings around yep, yep, and pushes the common. coffee out a little port. So you could grind. So if you have your friends over, yes, you could grind a bunch of coffee, and then just use that little paddle to shuffle it out the hole into your portafiller, tamp it, and go. Yep. Compared to the the um, non dosing, which you would you just basically put your portafiller or whatever container you have underneath, turn the grinder on and it comes out straight into your container. Mm. You've got to stop, of course. Right. Otherwise, you're going to have a bit of a problem mess. Well, I remember that Rancilio grinder you had for a while. That was a good grinder. It was a good grinder, but yeah. it did make a mess. You can get a dose of that, though. Oh, they I got the non-dosing sell. one oh. for home because I didn't really need it. I didn't really want to be... Because that one was just an on-off switch. and it was Basically, yeah. 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 Okay. Again, that's another do- That's another grinder that was a little more... Because I think it was like, you're talking about my day, I don't know, $400. Yeah. But it's a good, high-quality um, grinder that you get consistency with. And I don't want to jump ahead, but the grinder that you have today, uh-huh. uh, or one of the grinders you have today, um, is self dosing in a way i mean i guess maybe i'm maybe i'm using the wrong terms but you put the portafiller in yes. and it actually weighs the amount it puts out it's and stops at a certain point right and that's a that's a this one's a this is a britzer again the city 270 wi mm. i standing for intelligent and it is mm. and the w stands for weight and is 270 means 270 different uh, options you have for the scale wow so you've got a lot of options there um that's unique in terms of you put if you're making espresso, you put your portafilter under there, and it not just um, times it, which most grinders will good. You will start timing your your shot. It weighs it as times well. Times the shot or weigh, times the coffee. Times how long the grind is going to stay on. Oh, I see. I see. Twelve seconds, whatever it may be. So it actually, based on the weight, will shut the grinder off. Yep. I for me, I like eighteen grams. But when it gets eighteen grams, it shuts it off immediately. It's very precise, and wow. you just take it out, tamp it. You're, you're away. It, it ruins you, I tell you. It makes you expect that all the time. Yeah, I put portafillers in coffee. You know, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever turned a grinder on expecting it to shut yeah, off? Yeah, and it just keeps going. Oh, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so, I mean, there's a really wide spectrum. You can have the dosing ones where it puts it into a, a containment yes. place and then you dose it. Yes. Or you can have the direct, or you can have it where it automatically puts however much you want. Yeah, They're a little more expensive, but oh, mate, once you've had that, you're you're ruined again. It's it's good stuff. So you're gonna pick and choose what you want there. And this is the nice part where the realm we're in now, where you could do that, and that is a, I, I'm enjoying that myself. Mm-hmm. You could go Breville, which used to do a lot of, in my day, used to do vacuum cleaners and all sorts of stuff. They're yeah. really concentrating on coffee, hmm. um, like uh, espresso machines, grinders, and all sorts of things now. Yeah. Um, but they've got a they've got a grinder now that uh, does a pretty good job. Ceramic, it's 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 you know wow. it's burrs. I should know it's steel. I should say, but it's it's burrs, good quality. Wow, it's 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 a good, easy to use grinder. Nice. Oh, that's I mean, it, it's cool to see things become more publicly available or common. Yes. common it's helpful. Yeah. Um, and then so step versus stepless. What are those? What do those mean? That's a pretty easy one. It just basically means um, whether you you. The grind setting, you can have it on six, seven, eight, whatever you have it on for an espresso six, and then you can go up to 
30 for a French press and it's just got little clicks basically goes all the way up stepping up to that mm. or you can have stepless which is just smooth you don't you don't you know, it's probably got a line there to tell you what it is but you don't feel any clicks as such and I think of it kind of uh, in terms of like analog versus digital yeah but um, yeah like on your phone you can click the buttons for volume yes whereas you know on some stereos you have a volume knob that just smooths yep. and goes that's, all that's the way that's a good out. analogy yeah yeah wow so we've got a lot of different things I, I guess to to kind of finish off what um what are the different grinds or what's the spectrum of grinds within coffee maybe that's a little vague but like going from coarse to fine what kind of coffees am i going to be using coarse medium and then you know on the right, other side it's, yeah i mean it's this general rule of thumbs and with any grinding with to match your machine you're just gonna have to try things out and you're going to get some bad coffee, some good coffee. When you find the good coffee, you just remember that, write it down, whatever it is, and say, next time I want to make it at a nine mm. for whatever espresso, and I want to make it 32 for for a French press. But rule of thumb, very coarse. Mm -hmm. That's one end of the spectrum. That would be French press. Okay. And that's, you know, I, I can't verbally say how the hell that is. You can go online and see examples next to a, a coin and see <laughs> how big it is or how small right. it is. But that is the bigger core stuff that a, a blade grinder you may get away with. Mm. I would suggest you using a blade grinder, shake up and down the, the blade grinder just to try and get it consistent. Right. Um, and then as you move through, the other end of the spectrum would be probably Turkish, which is, as I was saying, like dust. It's very fine. Um, <laughs> right. But typically it'd be more espresso, which is fine, not as fine as Turkish. Mm. Um, and uh, so you're getting a lot of uh, surface area and the water gets into it very quickly, which is why an espresso, 20, 30 seconds, you're done. Right. The time as opposed to French press being four to five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. It's got very much less surface area because it's coarse. And right in the middle there, you've got the, all the, the drip machines out there that... Uh, will be in the medium, medium coarse, medium fine, however, which way you find uh, mm. best it does it. Um, and that's, that's the Chemex, that's the cone, that's all these ones like in the middle. Like pour over, that kind of fit in the Pour, yeah, very much so, yeah. Because I guess pour over is going to be finer than French press because it's spending less time exactly. over the grounds. Yeah. But yeah okay. it's it's sitting there and, well it's not more time french press the water just sits there right. with it whereas a pour over you pour the water over and it goes through once it's gone through it's not sitting in the coffee mm. anymore. it's gone through and it's it's, it's it's coffee now yeah so kind of to, to sum everything up if you have a blade grinder well think about a burr yeah um but coarse and french press is kind of where you're going to be sitting mm -hmm. um once you move up to the burr don't go for a plastic burr. Mm -hmm. um, in the long run, it's probably going to be more expensive if it breaks or is not working. You're exactly. going to buy another one. And it's like, or oh. you're going to have a rotten day because you've just <laughs> had a bad coffee. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. why? That's not worth it. Um, so go for a burr grinder with metal burrs or ceramic burrs, um, and then kind of from that point on, you're looking at you know what is your preference as far as dosing those kind of things. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure obviously it's got the right. Uh, pull through so I can pull the coffee through and all that kind of stuff and kind of getting into those weeds it's, it's kind of more or less you know just research on that mm -hmm. on that front but yeah. getting a burr grinder with trial metal, and error at that point you'll you once you got to that stage you're gonna know pretty quickly whether you've got over extracted coffee under extracted coffee you, you're gonna know well it sounds like you need a lot of coffee too because you got to want to test that grind you're gonna want to you're gonna want to buy a bag just for grinding <laughs> that's right i would suggest making a roaster your best friend yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well that is yeah no that's that's good stuff and i think that 
we could probably end there. I can't think. I mean, unless you can think of anything. No, no, no. I think you covered the the, the basics of, of grinding. It's an important feature that you do not want to miss. You you want to go there. Yeah, you don't want to mess it up. No, you don't want to mess no. it up. Well, thank you again for 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 tuning in, listening wherever you're listening to this. Um, if you if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and give us some stars. Give us a review. Check us out on beanstuff.com. One thing I wanted to add that that I thought was interesting mm-hmm. is I so I, I worked on the website about a week ago and mm-hmm. I came to you and I said, hey, does this look good? And your first response was not, oh, visually this looks good or something. The first response was, hmm, the beans in the background are a little bit dark, <laughs> and, and so we had to adjust the beans in the background. That's right. It's important stuff. So you if you want to see what 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 Paul decided was the okay beans, and he wasn't 100% pleased, but it was what, what, was what we had. Um, go to beanstuff.com. You can also listen to our podcast from there. Uh, obviously, you're listening to it at the moment, so you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Um, it's not a bad idea, actually. We should do a, um, a podcast on, on dark, light, medium roast. That's a whole topic in itself. It I know. That's exploded in the last five years. <laughs> well, and I, I just saw in your notes here about decaffeinated coffee. That's, oh, yes. That's kinda, I, I'm excited about that okay. one, Okay, that's an It's exploded in the last few years now, too. But, so, yeah, feel free to sense. check us out on beanstuff.com. Also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, <laughs> yeah. uh, check us out on Twitter. at It's at bean underscore stuff um and then we also have a facebook page at bean stuff podcast um yeah so check all those places out um feel free to contact us um, via any of those methods and uh thank you for listening bye